We don't talk about crypto. Welcome to the Gabrielle Hain Show. That lovely song performed by myself and my wife. Shout out to my wife, Lee Eller, who carried me with those vocal. I mean, those vocals, the sound of an angel. I sound like I'm <laughs> singing into a tin can, perhaps. But listen, I don't take away too much credit for myself because all of that was shot. All of that produced by me, Gabrielle Haynes. I've got the magic touch. Um, well, at least my mother thinks so. Anyway, so that song, it's a very, it's, it's, this is what happens when you become a father. And Nate, Nate's my producer over here. He, he can relate to this. You start to listening to stuff on repeat. The kid, the kid only likes one thing. And, and what can I tell you? For a period of time, for a month or so, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> a month or so, you watch the same thing on repeat. And for me, for Mika, my daughter, Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 no. And, and let me tell you, that was blasting in the car, <laughs> at home, I'm on the couch. No, no, okay? But I, just because you have a song on repeat doesn't mean you produce and record your, okay, okay. your own crypto version of a Disney classic, no, no, instant no, no, classic. No. But here's what happens. It gets stuck in your head. The thing gets stuck in your head. It gets... You know, it gets into your in your being. And I ended up singing that in the car ride over. No, no, no. And I, th and I thought to myself, what is, what is the crypto version of this? You know, we don't talk about shit coins. What, what, I was like trying to think like, we don't talk about Cardano. No, 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 no. But I'm like, no, that, but we don't talk about crypto. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. You, you don't understand. Nate Wait, is, stop. So you're, it's not a, <laughs> so no, you're just, just sitting in your car thinking about how can I adapt to something. I to am crypto? a content creator, but okay? I, I just At like the end of the day, I got to create. I've got to be creating all the time. I'm creative. I make videos all the time. I'm but always thinking. I don't think thinking. people understand how deep you believe in this. Like, you are, like, you're a crypto fundamentalist. Nate, shut up! You don't need to tell me things about myself. I'm telling you, I'm a creator, okay? A creator creates. And something is very interesting. I don't know if you've ever heard of Stephen Pressfield. This man wrote the, the War of Art. And the War of Art, in the book, he says, you gotta show up basically every day, and that's how you tap into the muse. The muse, he describes it kind of like a third party. Someone, some, some being out there that's uh, out in the ether but the core of it is that if you show up to do something every single day if you're making a video every single day you're writing something every day you're pursuing your whatever it is if you show up every single day magic happens and when the magic happens no 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 we don't talk about crypto we don't talk about crypto it's kind of embarrassing my i'm embarrassed uh, to tell people like what do you do like actually that is like a real life problem like my aunt who she sees my, my videos. She's like, oh, I see you were at the Margaritaville surfing next to a small boy while yelling. What am I supposed to say? I'm like, yes, that was me at the Margaritaville. I was, I was investigating SBF, okay? What, what am I supposed to tell? What am I going to tell you? That's my job. That's my job. And you sent me there. The people of the good people of CT sent me to the Margaritaville. I, oh, I just want to also say one yep. thing. 
I'm new to crypto, but I I hear the term like utility a lot. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever actually heard crypto doing something for somebody that actually panned out. But the the, the key here, the key thing with that, that's an interesting comment. The key thing here is that there's no token. There's no, there was nothing, there was no, there was no token. That's the key. No token, when you don't have a token, the magic happens. But when you do have the token, it becomes a big Ponzi. But here, the good people of CT got together. They sent me on. But who cares about the Bahamas? Like, we're so over SBF. We get it. Like, the man, he was the golden boy. The golden... Now, let me tell you something. I actually did meet SBF one time. Have you ever heard this? I have not. I met SBF one time. I went to Bitcoin Miami in 2021. So this is that, this is the hype. No, this, this is, is the not. So 2020, 2020, oh. 2020 before the hype, 2021 was shit. That was full of shit. Like that was, that was when, uh, okay, never mind, never mind. Forget that. But 2020 before the hype, this is pre-hype. It was the best, one of the best conferences I ever went to. Not because the conference itself, the conference itself was shit. All these crypto conferences, they, they're very cringe. You know, you had Max Kaiser. He's like, he's, he's saying, ah, you buy the orange pill, you man. Rise up. You know, he's on coke, whatever. Like, I mean, you know, he is. Allegedly. He's on coke. Allegedly. No, he's definitely on coke. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, I saw so many people there at 2020. I met Stani from Ave. He was just on the corner. He was walking down the street. I'm like, oh my God, Stani from Ave and your girlfriend, your wife now, Paris. Oh my God. I was like fawning over them. And my wife is like, who is this? And I'm like, oh my, he just made Ave, the, 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 the premier lending borrowing protocol on Ethereum, of course. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Stani, I was excited to see him. Uh, I also saw Chainlink God, a a very famous Anon guy. I don't know, you don't know Chainlink God, but when I got into crypto Twitter, Chainlink God, I was like, this guy, I respect this guy. And he he looked, and he sees Anon. I didn't even know what he looked like. And he's like, oh, Gabrielle, I'm Chainlink God. He looked at me, and he he presented him. I thought it was for, anyway, but then... SBF. That's why I'm telling this story. So my 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 main man Prince, uh, my friend Prince. Uh, I don't know where he went, but he, <laughs> Prince <laughs> Prince. Uh, n- no shame on you, but he put all his ETH in Genesis. <laughs> man, I, you know I'm sorry. Did you lose your ETH? I hope not. But like, I when I heard that that you put your ETH in Genesis, then this is 2020. I was why like, Why are you going hard on this guy? I'm 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 not. But I'm you just are, like. But- I'm just saying, why, why you, 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 you bought ETH, it's, it's decentralized. Why did you put it in Genesis? Like, it may, oh, but like, no, come on, bro, come on. Anyway, Prince was like, okay, they're having a Solana party. Um, they're having a Solana party uh, at this brewery uh, in Wynwood. So we walk down to the brewery. There's we go we go in and it's a private party. It's not like a public. It's not. But we just walked in. It was like for the Solana employees, basically. And remember, this is a time where SPF, in my eyes, respected man, a man of dignity, of of uh, you know, he he had a mental problem, but a very positive one. Like you're like, wow, this guy's on another level. Holy shit. This is before FTX Arena. This is before he was testifying in Congress, uh, before uh, the main hype. But anyway, so we got into the salon party. There's maybe 10 people there. And SBF is sitting there right in the middle of the bar having a conversation with, uh, I don't know, 
like a couple guys and they looked very serious pitching him something and he was and he was like kind of listening now looking back he was on opiates he was completely spaced out but at the time i was like this guy is just like you know he doesn't he's like too cool to listen but no he was he couldn't <laughs> listen but anyway so we grab a couple beers the beers were free because again it was a private party uh but um I sat down with Prince and we talked for a little bit. Uh, Prince, please accept my apologies. I didn't mean to shit on you for Genesis. I mean, <laughs> listen, I just didn't understand. You seem, okay. We're drinking the beer. SBF is in this meeting that he seems not to give a shit about and he's too spaced out to pay attention. He probably was playing League of Legends during the meeting. I mean, <laughs> right in front of him. He was probably, like now that I think about it, he's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, so, but I was like, we were ready to leave. We drank like three beers on the, on the Solana house. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, we're here for 45 minutes. Like, well, let's go. Uh, but I was like, I gotta say something to SPF. I gotta say hello. So I interrupted the meeting. I said, and I went up to SPF and I said, I'm a big fan, he, you know, and I shook his hand and he looked at me and he's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And at that moment, I should have known FTX was a big fuck fest. Why? I, I should have, because he had the weakest handshake <laughs> that I have ever, it was limp. It was limp. And I mean, like, I, and I wrote it off. I wrote it off. Like, that's the number one tell. I should have known. You, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a little outdated. Like you judging. gotta be a firm handshake. Well, like you can't be signing billion dollar deals like limp. You can't say, "Hey, Tom Brady, like let's." <laughs> no, like come on, man. You gotta, you gotta get a grip. <laughs> SBF, uh, what a shit. And you know, and then uh, he went to shit. I mean, what? Can <laughs> can you say he went to shit i mean he, he was the golden god i'd say he was the golden boy the golden goose this guy had figured out he'd cracked the code and listen i was living in miami and and the ftx arena went up while i was there and and you were living in miami when 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 all of that was happening yes yes and the craziest thing the craziest thing is that the on the license plates you know how people have like sports license plate people have miami heat arena you know, it says FTX Arena on a fucking license plate. And I, at that point, I was like, man, this guy, he's a, oh my God, <laughs> he's a genius. He's a fucking genius. He's 29. He's a billionaire. He's with Giselle Bunchin, like amazing. But then. <laughs> but, but, I didn't understand. The, the thing about that I don't understand <laughs> is like people knew, right? No. Nah. I don't think even the people that the people that are like oh that we knew yeah they didn't know. Listen, I spent the good people of crypto Twitter sent me to the Bahamas, and I met a guy there. I won't name names, but he worked very closely with uh, FTX, and he was going to their parties, and he showed me into the the compound, the Albany, and he didn't know like he and. He didn't know. And this guy's a smart guy. He knows what's going on. Like, and he was just, and I spoke to a lot of people in the Bahamas too. And, you know, they didn't, uh, they weren't doing lines of Coke, you know, at the bar. They didn't have strippers around. They seemed like, you know, they tipped well. They were polite. 
people didn't know what was really going on. Um, except old Sammy, old <laughs> Sammy and old Caroline, those t- that d- dynamic duo, those two up in that fuck pad the, on the Albany. Oh my God, that's an expensive that fuck, fuck pad. pad. That fuck pad. <laughs> that fuck pad led to the rant that led to you going to the Bahamas. <sighs> Shout out to poor so dogs. In, in a way, you're living the largesse. You're living off of the largesse. Yeah, I'm living in the tentacles of the fuck pad. <laughs> look, mom. <laughs> and I look, I showed that video, the music video to my mom. She said, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to be uh, performing that. After I posted that video, the crypto no, no, no. Someone reached out to me from East Denver. They said, do you want to perform that? And of course, me and Lee, we, come on, <laughs> we got to perform that, fuck yeah. So catch me, catch me March 2nd at the opening ceremonies of East Denver, um, performing that song. But what was I even saying? So I said that to my mom. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, we don't talk about crypto. So you're definitely doing this live. That's the plan. That's the plan. I've never sang live in front of an audience. Actually, that's not true. I've done karaoke at a bar, and I did well. And here's the thing. Here's the trick. It's not about how you sing. It's the performance. That's why Sam Smith looks like a buffoon when he's, you know, he's got these crazy costumes. I don't want to trash the guy. It's about how you perform. It's about how you act. It's, it's not about how you sound. Because in this day and age, everyone's using auto-tune. I mean, except that T-Pain. Have you ever heard T-Pain sing without the auto-tune? He sounds really good. That was pretty wild. <laughs> he sounds really good. So maybe you do have to sing well. But the point is, it's a performance. Anyway, I sent that video to my mom. And she <laughs> asked me, well, uh, you're going to perform this with a shirt, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I assume so. But you never know where the moment takes you. You know what? No shirt. No shirt. You could either you could either go (laughs) mid and have nobody talk about it. Mid. Yeah, you don't want to just go out and just be like Uh, you know. Are you calling me mid? I'm not calling you mid. I'm just saying like if you're gonna go, go big. If you're gonna go, go once. (laughs) Go big. No shirt. No No shirt. shirt. I was thinking this is a better. I was thinking to do a shirt rip. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> right? That's pretty good. <laughs> that would be epic. Just rip the shirt off in the middle. Of the- <laughs> that would be epic. I don't know. Uh, you got to have balls, though. You got to have cojones. You got to have a good shirt to rip also. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any much, much, much mystery left to what's underneath the shirt. <sighs> that's true. But it's not all about what's underneath the shirt, you know? There's more depth. There's more. You don't understand the mimetic appeal of this content. It's mimetic? A, <laughs> it's extremely deep, okay? okay? Do you understand the amount of references frame by frame? Frame by frame, <laughs> okay? Look, okay. You at the, the view at home. Ho, at home. At home. Look at the lyric Searching for a coin that will certainly be mooning. When you find that lyric, who am I, who am I, who's the Twitter I'm looking at? It's Hoska. Hoska Traves, the wolf. Every time this man calls a coin, it's certainly be mooning. 
And people don't even recognize the Easter eggs that have been implanted frame by frame in this piece of work. And in every single piece of work that I put out, because, after all, there's no one better. <laughs> so you're saying you took an Encanto song. So well, I just want to make sure that I just want to make sure that I understand that. What you're, so you're saying you took this encanto? Listen, <laughs> you improved it. I don't know. Well, I can't say I improved it. You I altered it. You altered it. I definitely altered it. And <laughs> <laughs> listen, the, the thing with Lin Manuel, this guy is a super talent, and I didn't even appreciate the. Okay, pull up John Groff. Okay, I'll be back. All right. I'll be back soon, you'll see. Lin-Manuel. I don't know where this guy even came from. He just seemed to appear on the stage at Hamilton. Like, I'm sure this guy has an illustrious career as a singer-songwriter. I have no idea. But first of all, but the, and he wrote all of the lyrics to Encanto, or the songs. I shouldn't say the lyrics. I don't know if he wrote the lyrics. I'm saying the music. And the music he writes... There's just something about it. There's something so catchy. This guy's an omega talent. Let's listen. Who I, I listen. I don't, I don't even know the name of the person you're talking about. John Groff. I'll be back. That's the song. I, I, oh my God, this producer, <laughs> the first day on the job. He's all, what? I told you what to look for. The, I'll be back. Uh, type in Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh. Hamilton, you know, Hamilton. It's you'll be back. Um, um, first of all, I just want to just let every, everybody know. Okay, okay. I fucked it up. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was you'll be back. All right, I fucked that up. We're only as good as the information we're given, Gabrielle. I fucked it up. Let's listen to a song by Lynn manuel No. What? Oh, oh no. what? <laughs> what is this? What is the analysis of... Can you not read, sir? I can't. Uh, what? <laughs> ah, but rest assured, he will take time to blame the talent for their misinformation. But no, no. Of course, of course. Fuck. Let's listen. We are no longer monetizable. Willing to pay. Anyway, a beautiful tune. Why were we talking about Encanto again? No, no, no. Yeah, anyway. So here's something about being a parent that nobody tells you when your child is born, you become a shitlord. Okay? You're changing diapers. You're wiping shit off someone else's ass. You got to take a shit. You step in the dog shit. It's like, it's too much. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's just not. Nobody tells you how much poop is in life. Like, stuff is shitty. Like, you know that book, Everyone Poops? Like, it's true. But, like, you'll never experience it. In the face when you 
until you have a child. And and Nate here has multiple children. He's a doubly shit lord. Like it's like, oh my God. <sighs> it's like you're wiping the ass of a midget. What? <laughs> it is, dude. Your kid is just like this. And you're, the, the poop goes from, from baby poop to just people poop. All right. Enough of that. That's disgusting. Why are you talking? Why are you, why why are you talking? Up? Why are you? you okay. From, let's talk went, about. Stop. Shit coins. Shit coins. Okay. Big news out of Coinbase. Shit Coinbase. Base. They launched Base L2, which I think is a big deal. And I want to tell you why it's a big deal. And I want to bless our Lord and Savior, Brian Armstrong, for doing such a bold and courageous act. Because this is not something that should be taken lightly. Brian Armstrong, this bold, strong man, by taking this step, he will be onboarding so many new DGENs into the wide graceful world of DeFi. And I know these guys, Brian, who's the other co-founder of uh, Coinbase? I don't even remember. Look it up. The, him and the other guy. <laughs> sorry, other guy. <laughs> what's, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> the power gets good. It's just instant. <laughs> what's the, it's just instant. What's the other guy's name? Uh, here we go. Fred? Fred Fred Armisen, no. <laughs> sorry, bro. I, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's his name? Blow it up. I can't see. Fred Ursum. <laughs> anyway, he said, he said, God bless D DeFi or something in one of his... <laughs> what the <laughs> this is like this is like a peek inside the mind oh my god this guy okay fred ursum god bless his soul <laughs> he's, he's, anyway they these are, <laughs> holy shit all right let me take a <sighs> all right Base, what a, what a wonderful L2. And let me tell you why. Because these guys have created a premier sex. A sex that knows no competition. I mean, a sex, it's so easy to use. I mean, millions of people use it. It's so easy to swap. Have you used Coinbase? I have. Even Nate. Uh, even me. <laughs> even, this is not sponsored, by the way. Nate, he's missing out on the shit coins, honestly. He's, he's missing out big time. But um, <coughs> by making an experience that is so seamless, so easy for the user to use, they put in their, their bank account, their TradFi garbage bank account. Token millionaire, zero in his bank. We're going to make a lot more of those zero in his bank people because they're all putting it on the base. Fuck you. Pump my bags. <laughs> and it's secured on Ethereum, which is critical because Ethereum, the premier trustless decentralized network, preferred. 
is preferred by all major nation states. Which ones? Guatemala, perhaps. Guatemala. I don't know. Coming soon to a nation state near you, you know. But what I'm saying is it's, it's secured on ETH. So that means that the settlement layer is Ethereum, but the transaction layer is base. What does that actually mean? It means that the price of ETH goes up. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, but, but the idea is that ETH, this is not, a, this is not financial advice, by the way. I, do, not, do not take this as financial advice. <coughs> People complain about the price of ETH being too high. And when I got into crypto in 2020, they didn't have all these fancy L2s that they do now. Arbitrum, uh, OP, Optimism. These things were just a little sperm of an idea in the testicles of the founder, uh, which... Vitalik's <laughs> got a pretty good fucking... <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, if you were going to be in a satchel, that's the one you want to be in, right? <laughs> well, the question is, do you want a long or a short trip? Right. <laughs> I mean, listen, I listen to Eric Weinstein. You know, he's a smart guy. He says, you take time is like a record, Okay. We just play the record along the track, but imagine you can take the needle and move it between the tracks. That's how you time travel. And that's why you want to shorten distance from the base to the tip of the schlong. Okay? That's what I'm trying to get at. This is physics, people. Okay? This is physics. Ah, uh, all right. Well, you're talking well, about metallic the, the, penis. The question, so. the question is like, is this... Is base gonna actually do something? Again, is there a purpose? You're to gonna it? have Why? you're gonna I, have I, a I, much I, shorter trip from the base to the tip of the schlong, I right? Just, That's the point, right? Instead of having to now, you got to go on to ETH. There, I'm sure they're gonna have some seamless onboarding experience, which is gonna allow you to deposit your sweet, sweet fiat and trade it for shit coins, just like that. And that is what I like to see. <laughs> Nothing. So, and, you know, a big part of this announcement is they're saying that there's going to be no coin. There is no base coin. It's just going to be ETH. Listen, my friends. Today is February 25th, 2023. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's, it should be coming. But it has been a long, long wait since... Since, since the tease, it's been teasing us a little bit too long. So I hope that it comes soon, but it will come. Because the VCs who invested in Arbitrum, they need to exit. And just like I said in the song, searching for liquidity. And where do you find the sweetest liquidity? In the desert of illiquidity, you find a retail oasis. Hordes of degenerate individuals who will happily buy your shitcoin. And that is the wonderful exit that everyone searches for. And that is why coin and Coinbase, the token will arise. 
and it will create a wealth effect like no one has ever seen in the land of crypto. And that is why I bless Brian Armstrong. Many people, including Nate, will tell me, no, there's no way they can launch a coin. Coins are always the problem. Coin the SEC. Gary the Frog Gensler is going to go after Brian the Bald Man. Security. But let me tell you something. Brian's baldness <laughs> is so profound that Gary Gensler's baldness cannot supersede. <laughs> it cannot supersede. Pull up, pull up Brian and pull up Gary and you will see exactly what I'm telling you. Baldness takes precedent. But on a serious note... <laughs> There's Gary, and that is why I'm excited for base because they will bait Gary and the SEC into suing them. They will launch their sweet, sweet token, and that will launch our prices sky high. And then Gary will come and knock on the door of Brian, but Gary will be shunned. He will be shunned by Brian and his army of attorneys because Brian knows that he alone, he and Fred Armisen alone can take down Gary the Frog. This is a hoppy lager by Five Burrows, not sponsored. If you want to sponsor. <laughs> if, you, if you have. Here's the thing. You, you laugh at this alcohol sponsorship. But uh, I spend a lot of time upstate, upstate New York. And upstate New York is the countryside. You may have seen a video of mine running around in the show. Pull up the video of me fighting goblins, okay? Just type in goblins. You'll see a video of me. But anyway, I spend a lot of time upstate. And upstate New York, they grow apples. And in apples, they make a delicious apple cider and I buy this apple cider and I drink it up and it's like a beer but it's 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 really delicious very satisfying this goblin town is a is a response to Doquan let's open up Doquan's tweet now that it's open control shift T <laughs> control shift T my friend please thank you there you go perfect no <laughs> Oh, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I want. Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel. No. Okay. We don't talk about crypto. No. Okay, let's see the tweet by Doquan. Click on that right there. What does it say? Let me <laughs> blow that up for me. <laughs> we have a message for the citizens of Goblin Town. Your days are numbered. <laughs> Your fields will be sown with salt. All right. March 24th. <laughs> the price of Bitcoin is $45,000. <laughs> and Doquan is now in jail, unfortunately. He, um... You know, on the run. <sighs> the hubris of Doquan. As I said in another one of my famous songs... Your size, not size, your hubris, your demise. Doquan famously said, your size, not size. And, you know, Doquan, 
the legend of Do Quan lives on. Because some of his sayings were just incredible. Like just what I read, right? So the, so the fields was salt. Like he's uh, Scipio destroying Carthage. And in fact, he got his dick chopped off by the fucking international. He's such a, I don't liquidate the poor. <laughs> you still poor? <laughs> oh, thank God for Do Kwan, because the Do Kwan meme, he gave us a blessing. He gave us something that we will never forget. So thank you, Do Kwan. And I actually got into a little bit of a spat with Do Kwan. He said that he liked my titties. No, he did not. I swear to God. I look it up. I, I, <laughs> no, he did not. I swear to God. Copy his name. Copy his username, Stable Quan. Yeah. Copy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One second. Let me open up. <laughs> Copy the stable. Let me open up Twitter real quick. <laughs> the amazing thing about Twitter is that you get to interact with some of the most. Everyone is accessible. All of a sudden, everyone is approachable. And Do Quan. Now he should I look up stable quantits. <laughs> <laughs> like what do you? No, no, no. Do from my username Gabrielle Haynes and then type in at stable quan for the keyword. Everyone's accessible, even stable quan, who used to be an untouchable Greek god. Oh, he's Asian. Here we go. Let's see. Scroll down. Scroll down. Bro, there's right so there, much. right there, right there. Go up, go up, go up. Go up, go up, go up. What does it say? Click on that one. <laughs> Scroll up. What does he say? What does he say right there? <laughs> nice rack. Do I lie to you? Doquan likes my titties. I will say. Seems like a fun guy. Well, you know him. I don't know him. <laughs> I wouldn't say I know him. I'm not going to at all say that, that I know him. I did spend some time. By, by the way, scroll with. down. Scroll down. And go oh, up, 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 up. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those are, those are real and spectacular, baby. Those are some. Seems like you like my titty. <laughs> Why don't you give them a lift? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. When you go to East Denver and you sing this song, you you absolutely one hundred percent. Is that necessary? You got to give them what they want, and the people want the titties. There's no way they don't. That's uh, certainly what Doquan wants. <laughs> Again, you know, I don't know that about the guy. Just tell me about the milk. Tell me about them Doquan's milk. You come on, just come on. So, uh, it was day two of a shoot in Singapore where we had actually gotten uh, the first interview with him since Tara collapsed, and uh, the host of our show, Zach Guzman. Uh, had interviewed him a few times, was a big believer in the project, and, like, had some of his own cash into it. So, like, he was a big believer. Like, not just, like, a reporter covering it. He was, like, a part of it. And so he uh, was, um, you know, I guess had him on a text message. And 
Tara goes down shortly after we start coinage. And it was like a big fucking deal that it went down. And Zach was able to secure an interview with them. We fly out and um, we fly all the way to Singapore on like a, like a week's notice. And the first day was very formal and it was at his office. And, um, you know, it takes like, you know, I don't know, two hours to set up. And like, you know, I'm with the, the crew setting up and <laughs> there's, it's, fu- it's the, the bizarre thing was it was, it was like they were in the middle of massive expansion. It, everything was under construction, new desks, new monitors, not even put up yet chairs that weren't like, you know, they still had like the binding around them, but there were hundreds of them. And, uh, he was, he was by himself with just one, uh, his PR lady. It was just them in like, you know, a multi-thousand square foot floor of this beautiful building in Singapore. And he was shuffling around in his Birkenstocks and a pair of shorts and a t-shirt with his wife's hot sauce company on it, sipping banana milk out of a uh, juice box, like a, you know, like a kid would drink in their, in their, in their elementary school. Right. And, uh, it was so Wait, funny. Wait, his wife has a hot sauce? <laughs> yeah. If you, if you look you in the, if you look in the, <laughs> if you look in the interview, his t-shirts are his wife's What's hot sauce. What's the name? Sauce. <laughs> Pull up the brand. <laughs> <laughs> up the brand. Talk about you Easter Google eggs, it. dude. Oh, I, I, I. You don't remember. Well, I could look. Uh, I could just get the video and just look at the photo. All right, his, look uh, up the photo. I'm <laughs> let, me just, let me just look at. Like, <laughs> Not sponsored by Doquan's. Wow. If it's called a stable coin and its point is to be stable, oh, yeah. Jang that thing. Someone could look at you. I'm talking about it now. Uh, <laughs> Jang that thing. Yeah, dude. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jang yeah, that dude. thing. There it is, dude. Right here. This is it. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. It was it was a wild trip, <laughs> and you learn this wild shit about they're just fucking people. Holy shit! But anyway, man, he was uh, he was uh, <laughs> he was like Holy you shit. know just walking around uh, sipping this banana milk, and he swore by it, and he gave us some, and it was delicious. So there you have it, folks. Doquan's banana milk, <laughs> wonderful. But Doquan recently, some news came out about Doquan. Have you seen the Doquan news? What is this? Doquan, <laughs> on paper, was siphoning out money, hundreds of millions, tens of millions, to some shell company. So all this bullshit about, and in that thread I showed you with the milkers, he was like, oh, we did nothing wrong. We're blah, blah, blah. We're blue, blue, blue. And of course, turns out... And it was always like, obviously, some shady shit was like, I mean, there's no, this guy had access to billions of dollars at some point. He was making million dollar bets on the price of like, he made a $10 million bet with a random dude on Twitter about the price of Luna in a year's time. Like, was he just talking shit though? No, they made the bet. They, (laughs) and Kobe, Crypto Cobain escrowed the bet. Like it was, <laughs> like, but isn't that kind of fucking awesome? When it happened, it was like, should a founder of a company be betting on the price of their token? I'm like, but he's if, it's like this is like the Pete Rose, 
It's like Pete Rose. Pete Rose, he bet on his own team. <sighs> I guess. No, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm not, uh, like, I, I don't know enough. <laughs> I, I, I spent two days basically with him, and I genuinely thought he was a like, all right, guy. Like, I did, I, it, it was weird seeing somebody, I guess, in that moment for that extended amount of time. And, um, you know, I guess things are different now and shit comes to light, whatever. But at that moment, then, I can't say that, like, you know, it was obvious that he was a shitbag. I will definitely say that he was an interesting dude to talk to and to hear, you know. It was wild. What was the most interesting it was wild. What was the most interesting thing you said? I have to be careful because I can't say something that was off the record. If there was something, and uh, like, I, I'm like in the uh, room, but I'm like, not all of a sudden, off right, the record. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now we've signed an NDA with fucking Doquan. This right, guy's this up. Is, I tell you what, the most interesting part was, and it's 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 you know it's it's like what what makes it and what doesn't is always interesting. Like there was nothing that was cut that was like. Um, contextually different, but the the conversation that led up to him saying that somebody internally knew about a vulnerability at a specific time that could only happen within a specific window of time, and like w- it was very fucking interesting. Well, mirror a job, like, was a fucking inside job. You don't have to fucking say it. I will say it. Well, mirror. sure, but but what what, <laughs> I, what 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 I'm saying though is like you said, what was the most interesting thing? The most yeah. interesting thing was. You know, it was, um, it was, it was, it was getting to the point where, you know, the question, the line of questioning was so thin that it was just, just got like to the point where he's like, all right, man, like this is, this is, this is what I think actually happened. He's like, I don't spend time thinking about it. Cause like, it'll just like, what's it going to fucking do? Like if you could spend all your time investigating it and find out who it was, like if it wasn't illegal, what's the fucking problem? And like I could hear, I get on the stealing money. What does it mean? Well, I don't. Again, I'm just saying, like at the time, what was known at the time and what we were discussing at the time, it was just an interesting conversation, you know. Ah, it's easy to hate somebody on Twitter. I don't hate him. No, I'm not saying hating it. I'm just saying like it's it's easy to be certain about something on Twitter. It's very different when you're having, you know. I guess, you know, six and a half hours of conversation yeah. with somebody across two days. He definitely had a different persona on Twitter, and I think he addresses that. And everyone has a persona on Twitter. Hell, I... Could you imagine being a machete age? man? Just imagine being yeah. his age with that money. I don't know. His you age. shake your tits for fucking free on Twitter. Imagine if he had... Oh, imagine fuck. you with that money. Shut the fuck up about my kids! Are you talking about my kids up here? Fuck! What the hell? I'm just saying. I don't pay you for tit talk or for anything. So that's enough. Shout out to Coinage. Excellent establishment. They make this all possible. Nate, my main man here. Excellent producer. If you want to hire him, he's not available. He works for Coinage. Okay. What was I talking about? Recently, we had a pump in the markets. A little bit of a pump since the beginning of the year, since January. If you had shit coins like me, you're probably happy looking at your portfolio. But now, people are saying the pump is done. Is the pump done? Let's find out because I don't know. They will say there is this 
bullish, bearish deviation in the charts. What is, wh what is this headline that you're pulling up here? I don't know. This is freaking garbage. I was garbage. just looking pumps, you know. I was looking. Well, this is freaking garbage. Go to Andrew Kang. Let's look at Andrew Kang now. Andrew Kang is a trader. He posts on Twitter all the time. He's flipping long and short all the time. And I want to highlight something here because this is something that even I, the great Gabrielle Haynes, titty suckler. No, not on there. On Twitter. On Twitter. Go Andrew Kang on Twitter. This guy. Look at that. Majestic body. <laughs> Don't laugh, game, sir. Kang! Give me Kang! Doquan! Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Here we go. Kang. There's number one. Look at this. Scroll down a little bit. Right here. Rallies are great, but so are downtrends. This guy, three days ago, he was the biggest bull. Now he flips short. He's like a fish, changing his opinions. And not all of us are like fish. You got to stick to your guns. It's very hard to be a trader. I'm not a trader. I'm a hodler. Nate here is nothing. He's a no-coiner. Wait, no, that's not true. No-coiner. I don't want to hear. No-coiners. I have, I have point two five ETH. No-coiners. In a wallet. No-coiners are like muggles. You know, in the, there's wizards and there's muggles. The muggles, we treat them with respect. We don't show them our power. But ultimately, they're shit. Right? You know, like, <laughs> this, they don't just, they're fundamentally, they're missing something. Okay. So if you're a shit coiner, like I am, am I a little bit afraid of a dip? Listen, I don't like to see the numbers go down. But sometimes the numbers go down. And sometimes the numbers go up. But ultimately, I believe in the technology. And this type of technology, this one's in a lifetime. A schlong like Vitalik's, <laughs> it's not easy to find. No. In the, 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 the humble nature with which he carries it around, he's a little twitchy. <laughs> what? He just doesn't have big D energy. He launched a fucking billion-dollar protocol. What did you do, Nate? What? You sit in the seat I have created for you. <laughs> well, it ain't 20 billion. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Is Look at this. Is he talking about your titties? Is he talking about your titties? Oh. He is not. Man, you, this guy's a fucking genius. <sighs> oh, my Lord. I will say this one thing about... There is not one person in crypto who couldn't go down as a fraud that would be shocking nor surprising. All the way up to this supposed dude named Satoshi or a group of people. So, it, could Vitalik turn out to be a shitbag? Yes. Listen, you separate the art from the artist. 
Michael Jackson. You know, he's got Billie Jean. <laughs> but he's also got stick a child out of the window. <laughs> you know? So listen, if Vitalik does something naughty, Ethereum has nothing to do with Vitalik. It's church and state. Vitalik and ETH. There was a time when Vitalik... A harm to Vitalik. There was a time, and this is before my time in crypto, that there was a rumor that Vitalik had died. And the price of ETH plummeted. This is, this is a legend. I'm sending a legend of crypto Twitter. And he had to post the block number, the Ethereum block number, on Twitter <laughs> in order to verify that he was still alive. I mean, I have no idea even how to find any evidence of this particular thing. When is what's the date on this? 2000, June 2017. I don't know if this is it. But but definitely in the past. <laughs> Fake news. Okay, how did he prove that he was... So what was the... It says... There was a link there at the top. What was it? It said the title to this post. What does that say? Four chan, oh, no, and of course, oh, yeah. this whole thing originates on four chan. <laughs> like this is how memes propagate. They they start on four chan and then they go right right onto Twitter. But anyway, that's a thing about that's about that's that's this is an interesting thing about decentralization, and that's the magic of Satoshi. Satoshi somehow pulled off a heist of a century. He pulled off the anonymity, like Banksy. Like, it's really something that's hard to do. And it's something that, excuse me, something amazing. And I think it's really, 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 really rare to have something like that. To have someone anonymous publish something that changes the world. But Vitalik, I think, did a good job about distancing himself from core responsibilities of Ethereum. And there's a lot of other people all across the world that are working on this project. And anyway, buy my bags. I think Ethereum is amazing. We just had a, uh, speaking of, we, we just had an, an analyst on. Yes. Who was pretty big that Bitcoin was going to go to 44,000 this year. And he said, he, I don't fucking know. I'm just saying, I, you never hear, like, like you know. This, this guy what? seemed to know what he was talking what about. What are you, he seemed to are know. you giving me, what? I'm not, I, this is not advice. I was oh going to ask my you God. a question. Look, I feel like there needs to be a space where people that are incredibly skeptical about this shit can ask questions to people that might know what the fuck they're talking about a little bit. I'm not saying that you do or don't, but like you, you know a little more than me. So I figured I would ask. What are you asking? He had mentioned two things. Yeah. He said that Shanghai was coming on. Oh, Shanghai. Okay. And he said that the happening was 12 months away. <laughs> do you know what the happening is? This is what I wanted to bring up. All right. Here's the thing. So. Okay. 
Please. Shanghai coming on. Bitcoin to 44. I don't know about price. Okay. And I'm not talking about price. Okay. Price. That's, that's, that's gauche. You know what that means? It's impolite. <laughs> it's disgusting. Fuck off. Don't look at me as if I wouldn't know what gauche means. Just because I don't wear a salmon hat. <laughs> I, just, I, don't wear, I don't wear a salmon hat. Thank you for bringing sir, up the hat. Sir, I don't have a salmon hat with my own photo on it. Picture, the, icon, whatever the f- this meme. This hat is on sale in the description below. It's a beautiful hat. Me wielding machete. Drawn, inspired by General Bool Pooh. Dottieth, a legend. Thank you very much, General Pooh. Uh, <laughs> um, what are you laughing? Yeah, just, okay, do not. Okay, just, <laughs> this is not about price. <laughs> this is not. This is not. This is not. Okay, no price talk here, please. Please not. I'm not. I'm not. Say, listen, Shanghai. Reason, what is look, Shanghai? Look, all I want is a reason to believe in the in this shit. I want it like. I don't. I don't care. I about, know you don't. I'm not, I'm not you here to, to convince I you. I don't give a I'm shit if you care. if you I'm remain a poor. Like, listen, I, I, I don't I, care. I just feel like I'm an everyman. I feel like I'm an. Every, You're gonna like buy it. my bags. <laughs> okay. it's not. It's not up to you. It's just. It's a fact of life. Just like gravity. Just like Einstein. By the way, listen. Einstein. I live in a post Einstein year world. Okay. Please. May I? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, I've been around crypto and solely crypto for a year now. Okay. Okay. I do own <laughs> Same. Point, point 0.25 ETH. <laughs> and like, you know, uh, uh, so much of the conversation is, is, uh, is around two things, is around utility. Like... What's the fucking use case for any of this shit? From okay. tokens and coins okay. to who do you hang NFTs. out with? Stop! Shut, wait, let me finish. Yes. And the other half of this is as a store of value, right? Which Bitcoin as a store of value basically means if you were early in, you're not going to sell it because it's always going to you're going to have most of the value, and everybody that gets in late is going to fight over less fucking coins for more fucking money so like if you're early in on this shit yeah you of course you want to believe in it because you're using it as a store of value and you got in cheap and you want to be there when it goes up so i understand that in that way but i'm more interested in 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 why okay you can't have something that's prices as volatile as it is and be useful so what I'm oh asking is this. When he God. says Shanghai is coming on and the happening is happening, it's like, are these two things that will make an actual fucking... <laughs> will it actually do anything or is this just another thing that's like optimistic? I have no idea about the price. I have zero clue. I don't know if Shanghai is going to send us to the moon. By the way... Shanghai. <laughs> I have a Chinese name. <laughs> my wife is so offended. I have a Chinese name on my birth certificate. Oh. Pull it up right now. No, I know. <laughs> Excuse me. Your wife? Pull up your fucking birth certificate. <laughs> you pull it up, Jamie. Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking... <laughs> I'm not your man. Go on Twitter. I'm not your fucking Go man. on Twitter. <laughs> Listen to me. Go on Twitter right now. 
you're doing this next time. <laughs> Go now on my Twitter, please. Please. <laughs> it's time to go on my Twitter. You have to understand. <laughs> it takes a moment. Go on my Twitter. From Gabrielle Haynes. Um, <laughs> believe. Latest. What does that say right there? What does that say right there? Mordecai. What does that say right there on the right? <laughs> Well, of course. Ju Ming Ji. That is my name. And you will refer to me as such. <laughs> Do you want to hear something funny? <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not doing it. What? <laughs> I don't want to say. You have to say now. I, too, have a Chinese name. Oh, what's your Chinese name? My my wife's family gave it to me. Oh, okay. It's Malo Jai. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Malo Jai. Chu Moon Jing! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard Chu Moon Jing means Prince of Crypto. Oh my yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god. This is a funny story. My dad, when I was born, he went to the clerk to tell them, you know, my name. Are you crying? Yes. This is emotional. <laughs> my Chinese name. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up to the clerk and he says, uh, you know, want to Gabriel Mordechai Haynes. And then he says, uh, I also want, um, you know, to have a Chinese name, Zhu Mingji, which is his name, his Chinese name. Is your dad Chinese? No. <laughs> he went to university in China. <laughs> Got a Chinese name? He speaks Chinese. He like he likes to speak Chinese to you know. It's a hard the, flex. The, it's a hard flex. It's <laughs> a Zuckerberg level flex. You know when we eat Chinese out, then no, he, he does not. I swear. <laughs> oh, he loves that shit. I bet you loved that as a teenager. Ah, when I got older, we stopped going out. Kosher. So they didn't have the opportunity. But I remember when I was younger, we'd go to the, the Chinese food place and he would talk in Chinese and be all proud of it. Anyway, he goes to the clerk, says, uh, Gabriel, Hain and Chuming Ji. <laughs> and the clerk says, no, we can't give you a Chinese name. He's a, you're American. And my dad said, well, what's your name? And the guy said, Dennis. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
And then he wrote it down. <laughs> oh. And that's... What's your name? <laughs> Jumpman? <laughs> I'm good, dude. Okay, okay. Shanghai. <sighs> Shanghai. Shanghai. Well, what is Shanghai? Board. Shanghai coming on board. You said you <laughs> were going to unpack this. Actually, interestingly enough, I recently ordered a validator because I wanted to be more integrally involved in the Ethereum network. Really inside. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. A validator is someone who secures the network. Someone who makes sure the network can operate, can run. And that's a big part of what Shanghai is, because Shanghai is the upgrade where you can actually withdraw some of your ETH. I don't remember. You have to look up exactly. But basically, you have to get into a queue or something. But basically, it's the beginning of the unlock of the staked ETH, which has been staked there since the launch of the Beacon Chain. It's been locked up there. And now it's slowly going to be released. Now, some people say this is bullish. Some people say this is bearish. I say fuck the bears because bearish people are just terrible. I mean, they're just pessimistic. We're not that over here. So. The bulls would say, now that people can safely withdraw their Ethereum, more people will rush in and start to stake and reap those sweet, juicy yields. The bull, the bear would say, well, now that people have their rewards unlocked, people are going to sell those rewards so the price will go down. That would be the argument for both sides. I have no idea. I mean, it's all just narrative bullshit. I mean, but at the end of the day, you're kind of saying something fundamentally at its core that I, I don't know. Like, it's not about the price for me. I understand. The reason is, is because I believe in a different type of financial system. And this sounds a bit weird, and it sounds a little bit esoteric. And even now, and that's why saying this is something that you can't get away with just ordinary people talking about. And that's why I still think that it's a big opportunity. And let me explain to you. There's something really wrong with the way that our financial system now operates. And you could take a very simple example of trying to send money overseas. It's quite difficult. There's a lot of hoops to go through. Um, and I think that's bad. I think that that adds a lot of friction to your day-to-day -day life. And friction is not good for innovation. It's not good for you know just operating on a day-to-day. -day. And I think it's fundamentally better technology. And it's a better way of mm. spending your money. Yeah, mm. go ahead. Mm. They, I just, this is the only... This is what people go to, because mm -hmm. again, I've been around a year now, so it's like I know that I've heard the mm -hmm. I've heard the 
I've heard the libertarian spiels. The spiels. Give me a spiel. Well, I'm just that, you know, that uh, a D, D, was it a decentralized economy needs a decentralized currency. We need to separate. We separated church and state. We need to separate church and finance. We, we traditional finance is so corrupt and so bureaucratic that there, you can't do anything with it. And then, so it's like, I understand, like, I, I hear the, the, the argument for, you know, if you wanted to, Eric Voorhees told us, you know, if, if you wanted to send money to the protesters, the Iranian women, you couldn't do that. Sure. Okay. That's a very niche, limited use case. The, the thing that, well, that I'm not talking about that, though. But what, what, what I'm saying is I'm not talking about Iranian protesters. I would contest that. You can continue. OK, I'm just saying like uh, just working with someone from across the world. If you want to work with someone who's in the Philippines, someone in wherever it is. How do you transfer them money? Can you wire? Can you go to their bank and wire the money? Yeah, I mean, we did it. We there's all kinds of Zell. Zell is only in the United States. Well, whatever the fuck. There was no, whatever, not whatever I, the fuck. The That's the point. Whatever. I was in Singapore when we were in Singapore. I had to pay like the crew and the whole thing. I had to do the whole thing through like different payment systems and like it wasn't, it, it wasn't like so cumbersome that I needed a uh, I needed a system outside of finance to be able to. Well, do good for fucking you. What can I tell you? Well, I, I How mean, did you look, pay them? How did you pay them? I mean, I, I ended up having to pay them through whatever. I don't, I mean, you know, whatever the thing was. Like some, some payment app, you know, and I just like, you know, sent them cash. Send them cash? Like through the app, you know, you just like wire them the money. How'd right you get there. the money in there? Through the bank. Well, crypto sucks. I'm not. It's going to zero. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Close that. Close it. Shut it down. You did. The, here's the. I will. Pre, I, if we're going to continue this, I will continue to press the same question it's, every fucking episode that we do. It's this together. not the the, well, okay. the, 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 okay. the 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 point that I will push is this: is just yes. give me a reason to use it. Here's the thing. Again, <laughs> for me, because I'm in crypto, it's very easy for me to use, and I enjoy spending crypto and using crypto. For me, it's a lot easier. For me, it's a lot easier when an app like Printful which is what I am using to help me with these hats, you can pay in crypto. And it's a lot better for me to sign a transaction from my wallet than it is to get up and type in the credit card. Now, as simple as that may sound, as esoteric as that is, I'm a fat ass. And anything that makes things easier for me is a net benefit. And that, to me, is a net benefit. Okay? And furthermore... Furthermore, the problem is when you get to a certain country, you need to figure out that particular country's something or other. Correct? Yes. Every place is different. They all have different apps. You can't just put money in your Korea app and spend it in Singapore. It doesn't work like that. Each one is fragmented. Chai was supposed to work like that. I don't know what the hell that is. I don't give a shit. That's the point. That's an Easter egg. I don't give it. I don't give a shit about your eggs, okay? I don't give a shit about your eggs, all right? Fuck your That's eggs! So Fuck sad. the eggs! I don't know what chive. I, I chive locks bagels. What do you want from me? 
It's all different. It's all fragmented. It's all Stop. different. This isn't a good Easter egg that needs to be explored for a second because Chai was the payment system yeah. that Doquan said was going to make every. Was it was all give, fake. But it, it was, was all fake. It was going to be an actual he reason faked. to use Did it. Did you see that he faked? Reason, but it was going to be. Th that's what sucks. That's what sucks is because the reason. The reason that that was a believable thing is because people want a reason that you they want to be able to to use this payment system and have it make sense. Yeah, and he said that it was gonna happen, and that's how you get widespread adoption, shit. Mm -hmm. Right. And what I keep gonna I'm gonna keep going back to is just like, give me a reason to use. I it. just gave you a reason. It was it's easier instead of individual that, networks. Okay. Okay. Self-custody is not fucking easier. So what? Tell that to the dude that's like sifting you through fucking garbage in a fucking landfill well, looking for a hard drive. because he well, fucking... There are solutions. There are solutions to self-custody. And I do agree. Seed phrase... But here's the thing. At the end of the day, this iteration of crypto may not be for you or for anyone. But at the fundamental core, even if the things that I'm not saying to you don't convince you right now, it's fundamentally better. It's fundamentally easier. You can say it's very easy to be able to transact between this, and I did it very quickly. It actually was a pain in the ass. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I know it was. Doing it between different countries, right? If you figure it out one, it takes time. Then you go to a different country. It makes a lot more sense to just have one global the payment network and that is ethereum it's very simple and to that it, it's it's not crazy it's not crazy i'm just telling you you take the internet coins you stick the internet coins you get a yield and then the number goes up you gotta invest you gotta invest you gotta invest right now you gotta get in you gotta get in i'm telling you come on ethereum no i'm just saying it's gonna improve its technology stuff takes time perhaps and probably in the future there will be some innovation in technology that connects it with your phone something seamless that you don't even pay attention you don't need your wallet is like yeah it has to happen built in, the background. in it has to happen in the background it will happen in the background it's just a matter of time it's not it's fundamentally in better the same technology. way people don't care about spending off a debit versus a credit card it's just swiping something you know what i mean like you don't like it's 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 not any different in your in, in a lot of people's minds, even though it's fundamentally different. Yes, I'm saying you're spending credit, spending cash. I'm just saying, but it's it's easy to do. I think it has to be easy to 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 use. Have you ever wanted to transfer money after five o'clock p.m.? Yeah, I have an app on my phone. It doesn't always work. It what does. is the limit? There's no limit. There is a limit. There's no limit. One hundred percent. There There's is no limit. fucking. What limit. is this app? There's no limit. What is this app? Bank Ethereum? of America. <laughs> Bank of America. Call up Bank of America right now. I'm not calling them. Call I can just pull up my app. I, I can just I transfer money all the time. Really? Yeah. Transfer money to India right now. To India. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> Give me your Ethereum address. I'll transfer you right now. It'll take one second, and it'll be there. Oh, I got you stumped. Boom, you bought my bags. I'm rich, baby. <laughs> so shit. I'm in my Lambo. And you? Toyota Hybrid. Okay, so that's Shanghai coming on. Yeah, what about Shanghai? The Havening. 
Oh, the happening, the myth of the happening. Every four years, the Bitcoin has the happening. Then after the happening, it's like more all the scarce. little Bitcoin who's come. <laughs> I don't even care about. I mean, it's just a narrative. I mean, that's the thing. You gotta understand. Everything is a narrative. Even the stuff I'm saying about, oh, it's easier to use, blah blah blah. All that is a narrative. You have to understand. But you know what? You fundamentally need to understand is that money is a meme. Money is a narrative. Fiat. Dollar bills, your dollar bills that you love to send to the Singaporean accounts. You love to do that because it's so easy and seamless. Those dollar bills, they're also a meme. They're also by some entity, the U.S. government, just like the Ethereum network is an entity. They say it's worth this, blah, 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 blah. It's, that's, not, that's a terrible analogy, but you understand what I'm saying. Fiat is a meme. Fiat is something that someone says is worth something, and it's backed by whatever it is. And once you understand that fundamentally, you will understand that every type of cryptocurrency can be a money if someone is willing to transact in it. And over time, these things can become entrenched in the society, in the culture. And if things are easier, and they're easier to integrate into different technological applications, then it will be adopted over time. The aliens are using cryptocurrency. They are not using paper money. Do you imagine them flying in their wormhole, just like Eric Weinstein said, skipping tracks on the record with dollars, bills in their pocket? No. They have a MetaMask. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So that is the bull case. <laughs> right there, later uh, on the platter for you, ladies and gentlemen. What time are we at right now? It's 10.50. How long have we gone for? Hour 20. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for watching by my hat. Thank you to Coinage. Thank you to Nate. Have a good night. Okay. Searching for liquidity. <laughs> Gotta exit now, but